0: You had to look at the plan and be like, why did I think that I wanted this? Yeah, I would never questioned it. So what was the answer when you asked yourself that? Hey, I'm Steph and I wanna know pretty much everything about pretty much everyone I meet. Welcome to Sit on the Floor. This week's episode features Margaret Burgess, recent graduate from the University of Vermont.
1: I strived so hard to like impress him to impress like my professors to like be on top kind of. I was like I'm like addicted to that. I was addicted to that, I think, and like excelling in school. Um and I got so carried away with it. On this
0: week's episode, we talk about what it's really like to graduate college.
1: And then you graduate and you're like, okay, shit, now I actually have to actually do that. And you're like, do I actually even want to do that? The pressure to excel. I was like, I'm going to save the world once I graduate college. And so much more. And then I came to terms with, like, I actually don't want to stand out. Like, I don't, I want to be normal. I don't want to be anything special. I want to live in, a, I want to be average. 100% I want to be average. It's like, I'm, what, why are we like told to be so special all the time? I want to be average. Let me be average. <laughs>
0: You know, yeah, like, fine. Yeah, exactly. Good conversation. It's just how it goes. Um, tell me about post-graduation life. Like, put me in your, walk me through what it was like. Like, you get out of UVM, you graduate, yeah. and just like put me in your head.
1: Well, I think it started before I graduated. Like, Then start there. Yeah, okay. So I went to UVM. I took a gap year after high school, and then I went to UVM, planning on doing like the four years. Um, I studied ecological economics. Was like so into it. I had this really awesome professor, and was like, just like, he was everything to me. And like, I strived so hard to like impress him, to impress like my professors, to like be the, be on top kind of. I was like, I'm like addicted to that. I was addicted to that. I think, and like excelling in school. Um, and I got so carried away with it, and like really didn't think about anything past when I was studying or past college and I was like, okay, I'm going to go get my undergrad in ecological economics. I'm going to go get my master's degree. Then I'm going to get my PhD. Then I'm going to be a professor. And like, it was just crazy. Um, And then COVID happened my sophomore year, my second year there. So I had a year and a half of non-college, non-COVID college. And then, so we like had to go home, quarantine. And I was doing like pretty well for the first like five or six months of quarantine and then come junior year, slash senior year because I took I graduated in three years. So it was my last year at UVM and I just started to fall apart. Like I handed in my application to get my master's degree. I had a panic attack right after I finished it. So for three months, I was like panicking all day constantly and had no idea why. Because I got a free ride to grad school. People were like, Oh, that's so amazing. Like, why would you like you should feel great, you got a full ride. Um, But like something was off and I couldn't calm down. And then it finally came to like, my dad was like, are you going to grad school because it's free? Or are you going to grad school because you really want to? And then I was like, started to question it. and was like, yeah, you're right. I'm just going because it's free. And then I fell apart and was like, what am I gonna do with my life? And then I was at home in quarantine and like it just perpetuated from there so
0: you wanted to go to grad school to become a professor that was
1: the plan i wanted to get on top of that field of study because ecological economics is super new there aren't like my professor wrote the first textbook like i i really wanted to become like a woman in econ okay
0: and so then when you had this whole freak out of like oh i'm just going because it's free then i imagine you had to look at the plan and be like why did i think that i wanted this
1: yeah i had never questioned it
0: so what was the answer when you asked yourself that
1: i took a step back from myself and was like looking at myself for the first time which was like an out-of-body experience almost because i had been so driven because in college, you had like you have three hundred people in a lecture. You know, it's really hard to stand out. And then this one professor like noticed something in me, and I got addicted to that. I was like, oh my god, like someone sees something in me. And I'm, I've been such I'm always a people pleaser. My whole family's that way. I was like, I need to please this professor, this department. Like, how can I become like the the person of this study? Like, how can I make all of these professors like love me? and become like the university's child. Like I that was like my goal. I was like I want to excel here and and get a full ride and I want to like just be on top. I got addicted to it. So
0: it was literally just the attention from that one professor that it like planted like a seed and then grew or did it go back more than that?
1: <laughs> like why? you don't have to you No, don't have it's to go into it's it. important. It's important to talk about. <laughs> Like, it's not a good part of me that I like to talk about. You know, it's like not pretty. But I think that has been part of my past is like seeking attention from people that don't give attention to people frequently.
0: And I think I think that so many people do that. Yeah. Moment.
1: And I, that's
0: not me undercutting no, the yeah. value or importance or significance of what you've been through. But I just want to say like, you're not... Yeah. don't go thinking that you're this like weirdo because you have this thing like i think so many people do that yeah and of and a smaller it's a smaller percentage that like realizes that that's what's going on
1: and i'm happy i realized that's what's going on but then looking back on it it's like that's weird but just think about it just yeah totally but just think about
0: like all the like I say women because I talk about this mainly with women, not with men, but like yeah. all the women that I can think of in my head who like the guy who doesn't give them the respect and attention they deserve. Yeah. Think about like how common that is. And at the root of that, like that's what that is. There's something in me that makes me drawn to people who do not show up for and respect me in the way that I deserve.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and it's, like, played out in friendships, in romantic relationships. I'm, like, I mean, that's, like, quintessential loving a fuckboy. Totally. You know? 100%. It was, like, my professor was a fuckboy. I I mean, he wasn't. He's a great person. (laughs) But it's, like, not at all. But it's, like, they don't give you – they give attention. They, like, don't give attention often. And they don't, like, have interest often. But then when you're, like, let me trap this fuckboy. Like, let me, you know, it's like, I want them to fall in love with me. That's how I was feeling. So
0: for me, graduating made me realize that school was almost like a placebo. It was like a, um, a placeholder. It was like, oh, I can't gig out and play my music however many times a week because I'm in school right now. Or like, oh, I can't learn how to do this thing that's really important to me that I really want to learn how to do because I'm in school right now. I can't pursue this thing because I'm in school right now. And it's like this placeholder in your head of like school is taking up so much time and so much of my energy and resources, so I can't do X, Y, Z, the things that I really care about until it's over. And then you graduate And you realize that school was never the reason, it was just the excuse.
1: A hundred percent. A hundred percent because, and that's how I was feeling with what I was studying. I was like, I was like, I'm going to save the world once I graduate college. Once I, after I get my master's degree, after I get my PhD, like that's like nine years down the line. Yeah, and then it's also so easy. It's also so
0: easy to graduate undergrad and then be like, but grad school.
1: Right. But like, it's like mm, then jump in. Let me just step one more placeholder. Yes. Like, let me go to school again.
0: Exactly. Yeah.
1: Exactly.
0: And it's like, I feel like what it is ultimately is like reckoning with your purpose.
1: A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Because it's like, I was like, okay, I'm going to get into politics right after I graduate. And once I get my master's degree or my PhD, whatever, I'm going to get into politics because that's the only way you can make change economically, like environmentally. That's the only way I'm going to be able to make serious change. And then you graduate and you're like, okay, shit. Now I actually have to actually do that.
0: And you're like, do I actually even want to do that? So at what point
1: did you realize that you were not going to go through with the plan? Um, Honestly thought I wasn't going to (laughs) graduate. I was thinking about dropping out because I was so miserable and I couldn't get my body to calm down, like physically and um the thought of having to go back to school for two more years was 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 making me panic but i couldn't looking back on it now i'm like oh that's what it was but in the moment like this whole this whole meltdown lasted like seven months and you didn't know what it was i didn't know what it was at all it was all subconscious i was like what's wrong with me like like do i have like a mental disorder like you have no idea and now looking back i'm like oh my god x y and z that's why i was feeling that way
0: it's also about the amount of pressure that you put on yourself like I feel like we whether it's I'm gonna become the most academically successful and accomplished woman in this econ field or like I'm gonna do music and and make it like you know make a name for myself with with the arts or whatever it is I feel like what happens is we sketch out these grand narratives for our life and the pressure of then rising to this like mountainous potential that we are now thinking about becomes so great that it actually hinders us from taking any steps forward.
1: Yeah, and it's so easy to push it off and be like, oh, in the future, once I graduate. And then right. it comes. And it comes like, and like you're like, Shh, this is my life now. Like how am I going to get it together? We, we get thrown into the education system so early and then we're in it all throughout college if you choose to go. And then like so your life is so structured. There's like there's things to accomplish there. And you have all these people that are your same age and you're like, how can I stand out? There's like a war, you're rewarded for it in college because there's there's like it's academia like you're rewarded for it and then you get in the real world and that there's there's none of those you don't excel in the same way and what I and so it was like how do you stand out and then I came to terms with like I actually don't want to stand out like I want to be normal I don't want to be mm. anything special and a, I want to be average a hundred percent I want to be average it's like I'm what. Why are we like told to be so special all the time i want to be average let me be average <laughs>
0: wow what does that mean
1: it's like stop putting pressure on yourself what i was struggling with like with in my field of when i what i was studying ecological economics is like climate change like poverty all this stuff and it's like it's so imp- we need to fix all those things But I was putting so much pressure on my, because I was excelling in it. So I was putting so much pressure on myself and like these professors were seeing something in me and I felt like the burden was on my shoulders. Once I was graduating, I was like, do I want to live a life in politics or whatever and have it be so stressful and like have to deal with these huge tasks, these global tasks? Like, do I want to deal with that? Or do I want to live like, quaint life and be average i'm like do i want to just be a teacher and like get time off and enjoy my life and like not have to deal with these huge things i was like what do i want and you feel bad I, i felt bad for picking like the preschool way but now i feel great about it why why do i feel great because it's like i i chose what i wanted to i did a complete 180 like i chose what i wanted to do it's like not what i think i should do What do I want to do? I want to not work a nine to five. I don't want to sit at a desk. I want vacation time. I don't want to have 14 days a year. Like I was like, what schedule do I want? What life do I want? And it was like a teacher. I want to be a teacher. And like, no shame in that. Like that's like, we need teachers. And like, yeah, I'm not saving like the world from climate change, but like, I'm pretty content. What's not my burden.
0: Wow. I feel like what I'm hearing is like you let go of the shoulds. Yeah. Yeah. It's so weird. Every time I'm doing a podcast now, if I want to bring something up that I talk about a lot to my friends, I feel weird about it because I'm then I can't help but think of like, oh my God, any person that n- remotely speaks to me ever is going to hear this and be like, <laughs> there she goes again talking <laughs> about this same thing. But I have to bring it up because it's so important.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Okay. I probably already know it. No. <laughs> you go, go, go.
0: So there's this guy that mm-hmm. I listen to. Oh
1: <laughs> no, up. not that. You can't talk about this on the podcast.
0: Oh my God. No. Leave me alone. You can't. Leave me alone.
1: You simply can't. No, 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 I have to. No. Listen. Oh. <laughs> I'm looking directly in the camera like I'm in the <laughs> office. I'm like, oh. Peter Crone you can't plug another podcast within your podcast it's not his
0: podcast he's a speaker he's like a person that you can just listen to i love him so much i know no 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 but it's good though because he has changed my life he truly has that's great but no he says one thing that he says that i always think about is when are you not right where you are yeah whoa yeah right yeah see i told you (laughs) you little shit (laughs) No, but he explains how the idea of like the future or the past is like not real. Yeah, because it's like when are you ever there? When were you? When are you ever yeah, in the future? You're true. never in the future. You're always exactly yeah. how you spend your in days. The the present how you spend your life. Yeah, and so I th- I feel like that really relates to this concept of like having this huge plan for yourself and thinking about how to build your life. And I feel like graduating has put me in this, it it presented me with this immense challenge of like, okay, what are you gonna do every day? Yeah, what do you wanna do? What do you wanna do? How are you gonna spend your day? It forced me to say, forget the plan, look at the cards, that you have been dealt, play those cards the best you can and see what happens. Like, I feel like it made me realize that showing up and creating meaning within the life I have is how I get the life I want.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well,
0: having to develop the level of humility and grace it requires to take small steps forward that will not create overnight change yeah, is one of the hardest things I've ever done but also one of the most important. You know, I work a nine-to-five corporate job yeah, and that I spent so long in the beginning, like not just from the job but from everything in my life. Like I was living with like a long-term committed partner which was... Hard for me because I I just ended up in this situation where I like, I graduated from college, I was living with my boyfriend, and I was working a nine to five. And I was like, what? Yeah. Well, what just (laughs) happened? Like, what is my life? What am I? And then I, I was forced to, and then I had to confront this whole like, placebo effect, like grand narrative about the whole like music thing. And I was like, wait a minute. What am your, I doing? Like, reality, what am I doing?
1: Your reality shatters. It really does. And it's so overwhelming and no one talks about it. I mean, college is not real. You know, it's like your life is not real in college and but it feels so like. Like airheady of me to be like, once I graduated, like reality. Wasn't like that's you know, it's like I question my reality because it sounds so airheady but it's so true It's like yeah, what the fuck was that? <laughs> like I've just like it's a blur like what did I just do for three years like what was that? You know, it's like it's like a little blimp in my life, and it's like It's so weird to think about and now it's like okay back in the real world again Is it why was I just eliminated from it for three years? What about high school? I, still, I feel like you're more integrated in real mm-hmm. life in high school. Mm. College is so weird. Yeah. Like, what is that? Yeah. <laughs> like, I can't get over it. It's like, let me just plop, like take you from your home, put you in a new location for three years with thousands of people your age. And then when you're done, we're gonna plop you back. Like what? You're just removed from reality, and I could not handle that. The moment I got to college, I was like, what the fuck is this? Where are people? You know, you, like, go downtown, and you're like, oh, my God. People.
0: (laughs) It's so weird. No one talks about it. Well, another thing is I feel like I I could name so many more close friends than I can count who at one point or another and I also felt like this having like an absolute meltdown crisis of like oh my god I have no friends and I don't think that's anything to do with them because all of them are amazing out of this world people but I feel like that's also a really common thing in college that no one talks about especially at bigger schools because it's like at smaller schools maybe a little bit less so but still um but like especially at bigger schools where it's like you're in this you're in this huge setting so you walk by people you know on the walkway and no one looks at you it's almost like a little bit of a city feel because everyone's doing their own thing so because everyone's doing their own thing everybody thinks that everybody else has friends and everybody else is doing their own thing when in actuality a lot of people are like i I don't have
1: like a there's so much comparison going on All the time. Did you ever feel like that about the friend thing? Oh, my God. Yeah. And that's why COVID was, like, kind of great for me in a sense. I mean, it's a terrible thing, obviously. I'm not trying to, like, play it down. But, like, in college, at least for me, it was, like, every weekend prior to COVID, it was, like, I just want to sit in my room and watch a movie and go to bed on a Friday night and on a Saturday night.
0: Oh, my God. And the feeling that you get when you're in your room on a Friday night... It's like the feeling you get when you're in your room on a Friday night alone and you hear oh. all the noises of everybody like going out or everybody hanging out or the feeling that you get on a Friday night when
1: you are out. Yeah. And you don't want to be there. No. <laughs> and I'm like, does anyone want to be here? Hey. The, or like when you're living in a dorm and like it's 10 p.m. on a Friday night and you're in your in your pajamas and you're going to brush your teeth and then six sorority girls walk in dressed to the nines like like blow drying their hair and straightening it and you're like brushing your teeth looking like with my retainer on and my (laughs) zit my zit cream on and i'm like should i be alive like should i be on this earth (laughs) you know it sucks so okay tell me about
0: now that you're out of college how does your inner world like look different to you um and how do you like exist peacefully within your day-to-day
1: that's a great question and i'm still working on it yeah yeah everybody but i think um once i graduated and moved out that i needed that i needed to be alone and kind of get my just waking up and being in an apartment by yourself is weird and like getting com getting comfortable with yourself is weird, and mm-hmm. like I had been over analyzing myself, over analyzing. There had been times when I couldn't even have a conversation with people because I had been over analyzing everything I was saying. I was like, did they just think that was weird that I said that? Who am I? Am I overconfident? Like who am I? And <laughs> and like now I don't really do that as much because. And I was like feeling trapped in my own body. I was like I am in me. I can't escape me.
0: Have I you felt the, the same way? Same it's thing. It
1: is earth the shattering. Thing. It is like like there was
0: a time that I was so overthinking and so anxious about like my own way of being and existing that I distinctly remember I was like living with my dad right after school and I was having a, a Zoom call with somebody from work Uh, it was like my manager at the time and I was so concerned with the idea that I may have said something that was like wrong or offensive or bothersome or that I came or I overstepped or any like I was like making up all these like stories and narratives of how what I could have just said and done messed me up that I ran downstairs Interrupted my father in the middle of his work day and then recounted in as much detail as I possibly could the entire conversation. And I remember having the actual thought like, God, I wish I could record my conversation so like somebody could tell me whether or not I'm okay." Like because I was that detached from reality and that distrustful of myself and my own perception. And I remember like recounting everything to him and him being like, what are you talking about? like no yeah that sounds fine and yeah. i i was like oh oh, oh okay
1: all it's right, an identity cool. crisis and it was
0: it it was ha- i would have that happen regularly yeah yeah it's like not just oh how did what i just said bother that person but it's like oh that's how i am as a person yeah and if that's how i am as a person then what does that mean for all my other relationships
1: and I think a lot of people go through that, like the overanalyzing post college, especially because you're like, oh, who am I in this world? Like, like, oh, am I am I sitting weird or do they think I'm like, do, I, do they think I have a big ego? Like, was that an overly confident thing for me to say? Should I be like, which is also, I think, being a woman, you're like, am I taking up too much space? Like, what the fuck? Like, you can drive yourself nuts doing that. And and I was like, why would anyone want to be my friend? It turned into self. It turned into such a toxic like self hatred relationship I had with myself. And I'd wake up and be like, oh, another day in my body. Like I wish I could just not be in my body. And it took a while. I'm still working on it. But it took. A, I think being alone and like making my own, making choices based on what I wanted. There was a point where I didn't even know what I wanted. I was like, do I want to go to bed right now? I don't know. Do I even want to go for a drive? I don't know. Like, who's making the decision? Who's the authority in me? Like, I have no idea. Um, But now it's like, I took a job because I wanted it. And I wouldn't be here if some part of me didn't make that decision.
0: And it's also like a matter of letting go. Yeah. Of like, it doesn't fucking matter whether I go to bed right now.
1: Yeah. There's no more like... Shoulds. There's no more shoulds and there's no more structure. Like... You truly can do
0: whatever what, you, you can want. make
1: a change whenever. It's like there's no more feeling stuck. I'm, I'm so afraid of feeling stuck all the time, and that's why I can't like settle anywhere. I'm like always on the go. But like like being stuck in college during COVID, I it, I had no choice but to it was drop out or continue, and like dropping out wasn't an option. So I felt completely stuck, like I had no control over my life. And now I'm like I have complete control, and that feels so good wow (laughs) yeah um
0: what would you say to somebody else who is in the thick of the like what the fuckness that happens after graduating college
1: to be fucking average let yourself be average like stop putting so much pressure on yourself to like Fix all of the problems that are going on in the world. Or, like, make your family so proud. Or whatever. Like, just be average. And it's totally fine. Like, live the life that you want. If you want to... Like, I don't know. There's just so much pressure to to excel in America. And, like, do the corporate 9 to 5. And, like, live in New York City. And not be able to pay rent. And, like, but why? Like, what do you want to do? Do you want to... Do you want to, like, go get another... Mm. Do you want to just be a teacher, you know? Like, I'm an econ major, and I teach two-year-olds French. What? (laughs) But I'm thrilled, you know? It's like, and yeah, I'm not saving the world from climate change, but, like, I have a life I like, and that's pretty sick to me, and that's all I need, and I don't need to be exceptional and I feel great about not being exceptional.
0: But the funny part about all of that, while everything you just said is true, is that you are exceptional. (laughs) Thanks
1: Steph, so are you. This
0: episode of Sit on the Floor was hosted and produced by Stephanie Tonneson. If you like what you heard, hit the subscribe button on wherever you listen to your podcasts. If you're a fan of the show, please leave us a review on iTunes because it really helps. Otherwise, much love and we'll see you next time on The Next Floor.
1: You're so curious about everything. I'm so glad. You ask you so many, you're like a two-year-old, you know, like, they're like, why? 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 <laughs> <laughs> like constantly, like at the preschool that I work at. It's like, why? But why? Why? And like, that's stuff. <laughs> you ask why to everything. But I, I feel like I also do that. I'm so, I don't like talking about myself, really. I love to understand other people. So like the whys, it's like, I feel like we bonded over that. Like we get so deep. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> this is weird. <laughs>
0: okay. No, oh It's man. not weird. Right. You'll get used to it in a second. I'm so. gonna
1: pretend like no one's listening to this. Exactly. Cause like yeah, maybe no, 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 no one is. Like right. maybe, cause you're gonna be a failure. And it also so. might not. I, right. right.